0: You want people working for you who can take on your role so that you can grow into more. If you're afraid of that, you don't actually understand the laws of the universe, which are for more life. The thinking yourself into exponential results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Number three in our list of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. As you're listening to these, you might be saying to yourself, well, I'm not a leader yet. I'm just... Uh, the, the manager here or I'm just uh, in this role, in this job, I am not the top dog. That's okay. If you start behaving like a leader within whatever position you're in, you will become too big for that position and be promoted or you will say, I'm too big for this position and you'll promote yourself by getting another role or job. Now, if you do it well, you can do that within the same organization and not lose the inefficiencies of changing organizations, but do it in such a way that you keep rapidly moving up the career ladder, if you will, by taking on these aspects of leadership. Now if you're already the leader in your own business and quite frankly you're the leader in your own life regardless of the role that you have in a business, applying these consistently will rapidly increase your ability to efficiently manage your company. So pay attention. So manage your company, manage your life, manage your career. It's all the same thing depending on what position you're in but you can apply these concepts to that position as well okay number three is expectation of pay for what they know instead of what they do with that which they know the world does not pay men for that which they know it pays them for what they do or induce others to do so think about this there is a physicist at a university, who is in a lab, who is making extraordinary discoveries. And that woman knows a ton, a huge amount, but maybe only paid a good, but not stellar, extraordinary salary. In order for her to be paid a stellar, extraordinary salary, She must take that knowledge and apply it to something. You must do something with it that adds more life to this world. That solves a problem for other people that they are willing to pay for. Now that they might be an organization, might be a business, might be a country, might be a city, might be an individual. But someone wants the solution to that particular problem. And so your knowledge must be applied. It cannot just sit in the ivory tower, if you will. And it's the same thing with you in your life. You might be reading all the books, but are you applying what you're learning? That is why I'm constantly saying, what if you just did one thing today based on this knowledge? You would rapidly change your life faster than you ever thought possible. And yet most people just listen and they don't act. Don't be most people. Be the exception to the rule. Do something with the knowledge that you are obtaining, that you are learning. Go do something with it. We are on number four of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. Hill says, fear of competition from followers. That's number four. Fear of competition from followers. That's a major cause of failure in leadership. Interesting, eh? The leader who fears that one of his followers may take his position is practically sure to realize that fear sooner or later. That is just such a lack of personal confidence. That is such a lack of self-esteem. If you are afraid that someone is going to take over, be be too good, be better than you are, you are not growing, you are not in growth. You want people working for you who can take on your role so that you can grow into more. If you're afraid of that, you don't actually understand the laws of the universe which are for more life, for evolution, for growth, for change, for expansion and you are working at counter purposes to them and you will sorely lose as a result of that. Instead, let go of that fear. Call it on, bring it on, okay? The able leader trains understudies to whom he may delegate at will any of the details of his position. Only in this way may a leader multiply himself and prepare himself to be at many places and give attention to many things at one time. It is an internal truth that men receive more pay for their ability to get others to perform than they could possibly earn by their own efforts. An efficient leader may, through his knowledge of his job and the magnetism of his personality, greatly increase the efficiency of others and induce them to render more service and be better service than they could render without his aid. So let's break this down, guys. The able leader trains understudies to whom he may delegate at will any of the details of his position. Anything that you do, you can teach someone how to do. Anything. I don't care what it is in your business. If you're attached to being the one, you gotta look at that. Now that doesn't mean that you don't put your flavor onto things, you don't add your your spark, your energy, your input. You wanna be involved in your business you want to be adding energy to it but if you have to be one the person who does everything you cannot scale there is no way to leverage okay you will cap out you will tap out your growth and if you've got to be the one who does everything or has her hand in every decision you'll never be able to go away on vacation You'll never be able to step away from your business. You must systemize what you do and you must trust others to take on what you have for them. Things that you do. You must let go. And it's only in this way that a leader may multiply himself. Okay? That's how you leverage. That's how you can be your brilliance can be multiplied is by training others to do what you know how to do and then let them do it better allow them to grow the solution that you've already put into place so with that are you going to be an efficient leader and really delegate let others do what you know that they can do or are you going to be in resistance to that this is a pivotal decision What can you let go of and delegate today? How can you help others do what you do better? Ask yourself that and then go take action on it. Number five of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. Number five is lack of imagination. Without imagination, the leader is incapable of meeting emergencies and of creating plans by which to guide his followers efficiently. Now, we've spent a lot of time talking about imagination. It's so important for you to really grasp how important your imagination is. This is where you solve problems in your mind, in your thinking. This is where you you can make things happen without expending your physical resources. You just need to think about what the solution is. And if you lack imagination, if you cannot think creatively about how to solve problems that come your way, challenges, curveballs, and emergencies, you will be stymied. You will be there in the emergency at a loss for what to do. A great leader actually, in that moment, will think, okay. What's the solution? What can we do? What's the next move? What's the next step? And we'll get into action immediately. Do you have the creative ability? Do you have the imagination to come up with solutions in the moment to a problem that's in front of you? That is one of the key components of being someone who makes more and more money. So. What is one problem that you have right now that you could just solve immediately? Instead of complaining, instead of delaying, instead of blaming others, instead of being frustrated, instead of throwing your hands up, instead of being in a panic, what if you just said, I'm a great leader, what's the solution? And you went at it with that kind of attitude. We're going to take a quick pause in the teaching to tell you about the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, a powerful way to scale up and create consistent cash flow in your life and your business. We'll come right back to the teaching in less than a minute, so stick with us. The Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit is a 3-day virtual event designed to help you break through your subconscious blocks and self-sabotaging behavior that keeps you playing small and not consistently making the money you desire or achieving your big goals and delightful life. This is what I had to do when I made my big quantum leap going from making 138 to 700k in 1 year then crossing the seven-figure mark. It's time for you to do the same thing. Eliminate the confusion, master your mindset, and get the exact methodology required to scale up your business and your life. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit to grab your ticket now before we sell out. I can't wait to help you experience a true income breakthrough as well. I'll see you there, now. We'll get back to the teaching. Point number six of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. Number six is selfishness. The leader who claims all the honor for the work of his followers is sure to be met by resentment the really great leader claims none of the honors he's contented to see the honors when there are any go to his followers because he knows that most men will work harder for commendation and recognition than they will for money alone so people won't work just for recognition they need the money too but we all want recognition for a job well done, for our contribution, we wanna be seen and acknowledged for the impact that we make. If you take credit for what your team does and do not give them credit, they will not feel acknowledged. They will not feel like they've participated in something bigger. They won't feel satisfied. And this will demotivate people. So it's really essential that if you find yourself, if you catch yourself wanting to take credit, even if you did do 85% of the work, give your team credit. You needed them for that other 15%. And the more you do that, the more the balance will shift. And they will do 85% and you will do 15% and so on and so forth but they won't. They won't be enthusiastic. They won't want to slay. They won't want to work harder, do more if you take all the credit. So, a couple things for you today. Where can you give your team recognition for a job well done? Now, you don't want to give them recognition for a job not well done. That's ridiculous, okay? We're not giving you know, six place prizes out here. You wanna be a results-driven company. So it's not like, hey, you did a great job even though you failed, okay, no. But if they are slaying on something, make sure that you give them credit early and often, both one-on-one with you but also in front of others. It is so important for people to receive acknowledgement and that kind of recognition. Okay, so what can you do today to be a great leader and give your team the kind of recognition they deserve? Point seven of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. Number seven is intemperance. Followers do not respect an intemperate leader moreover intemperance in any of its various forms destroys the endurance and the vitality of all who indulge in it. So intemperance is the lack of moderation or restraint often so it's excessive indulgence often it's alcohol or drugs of some kind but it could also be an obsessive nature. It could be some sort of compulsion that you're involved in. It could be an OCD habit. It could be um, overindulging in food or overindulging in binge watching something on TV. Anything that becomes uh, obsessive or over the top. You can even be intemperate around working out. Things that are generally good for you but if you go too far off the deep end, become a real problem. So people do not respect someone who is overindulgent and lacks moderation or restraint. So where might you be lacking moderation and restraint? Could it be in your speech? Could it be in your words? Could it be in your behaviors? Think about that today what in perhaps your personal life may be over you know spilling over into your work life are you having a few extra glasses of wine every night and it's making you a little foggy the next day are you over indulging in Netflix until three in the morning right where are you not having restraint in your life you must, learn how to restrain yourself in order to excel. Now this does not mean you don't have to have fun or you don't have to kick it, uh, let loose every once in a while or kick it with your friends. Of course you do. Life is worth living. But if you're always overindulging and it's affecting your ability to lead, you must look at that. You must recognize where you're getting in your own way and hold yourself to a higher standard. So that is my question for you today. Where are you overindulging in something and you need to create more restraint for you in your life? If you're someone who's very restrained already and you don't let loose at all, you might have to ask yourself the opposite question. But for most people, where do you need to Look at restraining some of your behavior in order to excel in other places and step forward as a true leader in your life, your business, your company, your role. Point number eight in the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. And number eight is disloyalty. Hill says, perhaps this should have come at the head of the list. The leader who is not loyal to his trust and to his associates, those above him and those below him, cannot long maintain his leadership. Disloyalty marks one as being less than the dust of the earth and brings down on one's head the contempt he deserves. Lack of loyalty is one of the major causes of failure in every walk of life. So what is loyalty? Loyalty is support and allegiance. It's faithfulness. It's fidelity. It's it's standing by someone during hard times, during challenges, being there for them. Now, this does not mean you support someone who is unworthy of your loyalty. This is a challenge that many people are faced with. Yes, you show up loyal, but people have to earn your loyalty if you are loyal to someone who then stabs you in the back gossips about you actually doesn't do a good job doesn't come through on what they say that they're going to do why would you continue to be loyal to that person that on your end is making a bad choice that's not taking personal responsibility personal responsibility would look like having a conversation with this person sharing your expectations, letting them know what is expected, what you plan on doing if you don't get what you need in this situation, and then acting according to the truth of that decision, the truth of how you've decided to move forward. Loyalty does not mean abdicating your thinking. Loyalty does not mean abdicating your ethics. Loyalty means that if someone has proven to you that they are worthy of your loyalty and if you want to give them the benefit of the doubt before they've proven it to you, I would. That's how I generally start out. But if they prove over and over again that they're not worthy of your loyalty, you have to be responsible for that. You have to make a different decision. You can't keep being loyal to people who do not deserve your loyalty okay? But if someone has proven that they are on your team, are supporting you, are going for more, are are a great and valuable human being in your life, and then they hit hard times, you need to stand up and be loyal to that person. If someone makes a mistake, do you cut them down at the knees just because they've made one mistake? Or are you loyal to their overarching work ethic, their overarching ability and standards. Are you loyal to the people above you and below you? That was such an important point. And this means keeping trust, both what you say you're going to do for the people below you and what you say you're going to do for the people above you. Do you keep that trust Do you keep their trust? Do they share things with you? And then you go start talking to to people behind the scenes? That's not loyalty, guys. If you have a habit of talking in that manner, clean that up. I don't care what the excuse is. Clean that up. You want to be loyal to yourself, to your word, and to others. So with that, how are you going to be even more loyal to the people below you and the people above you in the hierarchy of your organization. For instance, let me just give you a little for instance there. I have given someone on my team the directive, go make this, let's say, podcast fantastic, which is Sarah on my team's role right now. Go make this like a top 10, podcast in entrepreneurship then I need to be loyal to that directive which means I need to show up and get her incredible content on time not stress her out make sure she's not having to ask me all the time can you do this can you do that it also requires that I I let her know I need buffer time and like could you give me some heads up and all of that and we work out a system But we're loyal to each other, we're loyal, I'm loyal. If she tells me, in order for me to do X, Y, and Z, I need you to do PDQ, damn straight I'm gonna do PDQ. And I'm gonna do it with a smile on my face, content and happy, ready to slay. So it works both ways, guys, up and down. We are on point number nine of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. And number nine is the emphasis of the, quote, authority of leadership. So what does he mean by this? Let's read on. The efficient leader leads by encouraging and not by trying to instill fear in the hearts of his followers. The leader who tries to impress his followers with his, quote, authority comes within the category of leadership through force. If a leader is a real leader, he will have no need to advertise the fact except by his conduct, his sympathy, his understanding, fairness, and a demonstration that he knows his job. Okay, so basically, don't walk around threatening people. That's not a great way to lead. That is a very much at the end of all other options, the option that you take. It's only after you haven't gotten the result that you want by using other methods. So before you go to force or threat or because I say so and I'm just the boss, consider some other ways to get what you want. And here's a little thing that most people don't recognize. You have to learn how to sell. Most people want to run screaming from the room around sales they don't want to learn how to sell but sales is everything guys you have to sell your followers your lead your your employees your team members your community on what you want them to do the next step and if you're afraid of selling you will be lacking in this arena and it will make you a much poorer leader. So oftentimes I talk about sales in relationship to what makes money move, which is true. In order to build your business, you have to sell a product or service, and it's not a sale. You know, the money doesn't move if there's not a sale there, okay? So that's a very clear demonstration of the importance of sales. But most people forget about the importance of sales when it comes to more indirect ways of receiving money. So let's say you're building a business and you know you need to do X, Y, Z in your business. Then you realize you can't do it all yourself so you need your team to help you do that. Fantastic, we're all good there. We understand the idea of scaling and leverage there, but you are leading with an iron fist and nobody likes working with you and they probably get 10 hours of a 40 hour work week done because they're so in their head, in resentment over how you're leading that all they're doing is expending their energy complaining about what they have to do for you. And then you have this new initiative. How the heck are you gonna get them to be energized to work this new initiative? It just isn't gonna happen. But if you know how to sell people on the benefits of everything that they're doing in the business, in their role they will be enthusiastic about taking on more especially if you have honed your skills as a leader and let go of some of these places of failure so it's completely unnecessary to start with a iron fist type of authority leadership you do not have to lead with force if you know how to sell so learn how to sell guys because you're gonna be selling to your team, you're gonna be selling to your partner, you're gonna be selling to your lover, you're gonna be selling to your kids, you're gonna be selling to your parents, you're gonna be selling to your friends. You might not realize it, but every time you help someone see the benefit of doing what you want them to do, you've made a sale. So learn how to sell and be a great leader. For the bonus content for this week, I want to talk about why you would want to be a great leader. Why would you not want to fail at leadership? Is it out of hubris? Is it out of the want for power? Is it for the accolades so that people see you as great? you know, all of those are, are fine things, except maybe for the hubris, right? None of these things are bad in and of themselves. It's fine to want to have power. That's agency, right? You want some freedom over your life. Now, pow- power misused, there's a shadow side to everything is is not necessarily a great thing. But if you want freedom in your life and control over lo- your life and have agency to come and go as you please, it's great to be a leader, right? But you're also, to that end, just a little side note there, as a leader, you you are also responsible for your company, for the people in your company, for, for what's happening. And although you have some power and some freedom, you are also beholden to the business that you have created, not in a, um, I can't show up, I can't do anything that I want to do, but you, you have to show up powerfully in your business in order to keep growing it. And in fact, that is the, the reason you want to be a leader. You want to live out your more life directive, your growth directive. And if you have that as your purpose, if you have being someone who grows a business grows a company is is uh, has that in them as their spiritual dna that needs to be expressed in this world that is why you want to be a leader sure getting the accolades can be great feeling like you're living an extraordinary life showing up and being great in this world is a wonderful thing. And of course there's shadow sides to all of that, right? If you're addicted to the accolades, if you get your self-esteem only, uh, from having other people see you as great, that, that can limit you. That can really, um, drive you from a place of fear and scarcity rather than from a place of desire and growth. So you want to really look at, what is driving your desire to be a great leader? And is it more life? Is it growth? Is that part of your purpose? And if it is, then you want to do it exceedingly well. You want to better your best. You want to continue to look, and we haven't completed the list in this episode. There's, there's many more things that Hill takes us through, but you're going to want to look at these places of where people fail in in leadership and better your best, really excel there. And that does not mean making yourself feel bad if you're not uh, already great in these areas, but it's about really seeing yourself as someone who is a leader, that that is part of your purpose. And that in order for you to live out that spiritual DNA, that purpose, that growth directive, you must do the things that you need to do to become the person who is a great leader. You must change. Okay. With that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.